as I mentioned, this week marks two years since New Zealand first went into a nationwide lockdown. Thinking back, even now, it seems a bit surreal. We grabbed what we could, a spare desk, computer screens, masks, gloves, wine, and yes, toilet paper, and we went home and we shut up shop. I mean, it was like a movie plot. I felt transported back to the Sunday mornings in suburban Auckland of my childhood. It was dead quiet all the time. <laughs> Working for News Talk ZB meant that I got to leave the house a few times a week and it was a guilty pleasure to be on the roads, the frustrating commute, suddenly a relaxing roadie. New Zealanders tend to get on with things and look for the positives and for many who didn't have the stress of unemployment or keeping a business breathing. Lockdowns were an opportunity to reset and slow down, think about priorities, appreciate one another and hear the bird calls. Albeit with the inconvenience of attempting to homeschool kids for a while. We learnt what we can live without, what we can't live without. We've discovered new ways of working, learning, shopping and staying in touch. We've learnt to be flexible, live day by day and accept disappointment. August last year saw us head into another nationwide lockdown and by then things had changed. The novelty of watching a bustling city come to a standstill was gone. COVID fatigue had set in and words and phrases like unprecedented, tricky, pivot, uncertainty and team of five million triggered head shakes rather than nods. Even as we finally began ramping up the vaccine rollout, it was hard to see a glimmer of light in the tunnel. Thinking back on the last two years, what's clear is that the weight of disasters and crises fall unevenly on people. Lives have been turned upside down with a brutality we could not have contemplated. For those working in tourism, those who rely on migrant labour, those requiring footfall or events to keep their businesses alive, just to name a few, life has been unimaginably hard. But many have been largely unaffected by COVID-19 and the government's response. Cancelled trips, missed events and some inconvenience living with restrictions, sure, but no major upheavals. Some parts of the country have hardly been in lockdown or seen a COVID case for two years. Oxford University has created an animated map that tracks and compares lockdowns around the world from the 23rd of March 2020 to now. And it is a visual reminder of how much normality we have experienced over the last two years compared to the rest of the world. You can find that map at the uh, Financial Times uh, website. So we've all been in this together, but our experiences and consequences have been different and personal. And we're still in it. But thanks to Omicron, a little variant blessing that's allowed us to move to a new phase of living with COVID, the tunnel now has its lights on. Could things have been done better? Absolutely. A more proactive approach to procurement of vaccines and rats for a start. But there's some way to go before we can look back over the government's response with an objective eye. It's good to be moving on, but I'm also grateful to be moving on with those we love still with us.